Uh, this guy is called the Standing Streamer. with regret you're watching putting you over look at that look at this this new uh this new banner i put here <laughs> i keep hitting my head on it anyways that is uh that is the synergy pro wrestling um well that's our logo and then that is uh, the July 11th uh, first responders show. All proceeds are going to first responders, and uh, so I definitely want you to check that out. You can exclamation point synergy in the chat to uh, to get all the info. It's thirteen dollars a ticket. That's it. Thirteen dollars a ticket. Watch it on flight. Um, and that's that's the case. Uh, fix ow mother trucker anyways how's it going everybody welcome to putting you over i am the standing streamer uh tonight on the show we're i'll recap um well i'll recap a little bit of nxt uh and i'll also uh get informed as to what happened on AEW last night so those two i'm gonna touch base with Rob from the Smack to Raw podcast. He, he'll be on here about 10-ish. Um, we're also, I'll talk um, a little bit about syn- the Synergy News. Not just the charity stream. Not just the Garden State Invitational. But um, they just have their new batch of shows. Uh, you know, dates set and, and whatnot. Then we'll we'll get uh, LSG, the Ace of Space on. So maybe a little after 9, we'll get... We'll get LSG on. Wait. Uh, see if he comes in. I'm gonna have to walk around. Oh, there he is. I'm gonna have to walk around. I see a, I see a buddy. Let me. Uh. Oh, do I actually need to switch anything? Let me walk around and uh, switch a camera. Hold on. I want to pin your video so nothing happens and it disappears. Okay. okay. Cool. Stupid Zoom. You think I? I... <laughs> Yeah, right there. <laughs> there you go. Now, 
There's so many features. There's so many features on it. I feel like I still don't really even know half of it. Yeah, a lot it's. Of uh, I should have bought stock, and I was talking to. Uh, I was talking to uh, Dave Lagreca from Busted Open, and uh, I told him I yeah. should have bought stock in Zoom. I wasn't thinking. I, wasn't thinking. I was about to say that the, the uh, fat head behind you is hilarious. Oh, you can see it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a uh, it's fat head He's Dave. Like, He's a good dude. He's a great guy. He's a great. Funny um, guy. I'm he's ha- sick. <laughs> What's that? He's sick. He's like he's just a funny guy. Yeah, 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 he is. And he's yeah, and he's from where you, New Jersey. So you're from New Jersey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he's a New Jersey guy. You're uh, you're Rawway, New Jersey, I believe. I've done yep. a little bit of my research. Uh, not as much as I normally do because it's I'm a, I work in the school system. Oh, you do. I do. Okay. Uh, so it's the end of our school year ish, I guess, if that's what you want to say. And I thought it was crazy. Like when things were quote unquote normal, it's even crazier when I'm doing it all distance style. It's just nuts. It's like, I have to sit in front of, I don't know how some people can do it. Praise them. How they can sit in front of their computer all day and do stuff. I can't, I can't do it. It's hard. (laughs) It's really hard. But, um, yeah, Dave is a great guy. He is from New Jersey himself. I don't know where he is uh, specifically. We've had him a few times on the show. Uh, he was yeah. on just recently, actually, and we were just talking about stuff and whatnot. But um, but but back to the Ace of Space. You know what? First of all, amazing uh, moniker, I think, is, is what we're going to go with, the Ace of Space. Sweet. And I was saying right. at the start of the show, because we're live on Twitch, and Twitch just came out with this whole, like, they just got flagged with a bunch of DMCA's, and nobody can play any songs at all. You can't. Even I know where this is going. Right, any of that, and I'm like, this sucks because sometimes I like to have a little background music, or yeah. I like to listen to '80s music or TV theme songs. Uh, you know, the Karate Kid soundtrack is one of the best, and I can't anymore, and I just can't do it. And that's not a snippet of of my life, and that's what I like to do. And I'm, I was thinking. Tonight would have been perfect to play the Ace of Spades to open up the show, and I, I don't want to do it because I already got two strikes on me, one more, and I. Oh yeah, be careful. One more, and I'm yeah. out. You can either go with Ace of Spades or you can go with some Ace of Base. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I never <laughs> thought of that one. That's even better. Yeah. Like, ah, so sad. Yeah, I don't even know. Can yeah. I sing it? I better contact someone. Can I sing? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm not very yeah, good. Have someone, but... have someone do a cover. Yeah, just have someone do a cover and you're cover good. Cover a parody song. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Contact. Man. I'm sure Ace of Base would be all for me playing their music on the stream. Yeah. I mean, where else does I'll, he I'll, get playing? I'll hit them up and see if I can use their stuff to walk out the ring. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's up with that? I heard a long time ago, uh, Paul Heyman was talking about something, and they're like, uh, "Paul, how did you get the rights to some of those songs that you guys played on ECW when you started?" He's like. We just didn't ask. We just played it. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, I mean, now they're kind of paying the price for it because they have to go through all the every single show and replace the music, which is like one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, it's uh, at the time. I mean, it's like, hey man, walk up. Walk, you know, entrance music is like, it's so important to the brand. I mean, I know with Ring of Honor, like when I started going to shows when I was like in high school, yeah, like you would you would immediately associate a song with the wrestling like it just stuck forever when they had to switch out and, and go to like um royalty free music i was like this is not the same it's just not um 
I totally agree. And you Ring mentioned Honor. Ring of Honor, uh, following them yep. as a kid. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to where you are now and what you're doing now. Yep. Uh, let's take a step back. And uh, was wrestling big where you were in your family, in your, in your circle of friends in uh, New Jersey? Yeah, it was huge. I mean, I was like the one kid that I got into it a little late, like in middle school. And then all my friends kind of fell off. But yeah. I was like the one kid that stuck with it and I was obsessed with it. I was kind of quiet about it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I loved it. And then like my brother loved it. My cousins loved it. We would, you know, backyard wrestle at my house and stuff. We built a ring out of the trampoline. It was, it was legit. We had, we had shows and everything. It was crazy. Uh, but I mean, like, I guess when you're a kid, you don't ever think it's a real thing you can do. Right. And, um, but so we just did it for fun and stuff. And then that's when I discovered independent wrestling, like by accident. Just stumbled upon it. I didn't really, yeah. So I just, I think I, one time I wanted to go to raw. Yeah. I was like, I was in high school and I looked at the ticket prices like, Oh, I don't have money for this. <laughs> but then on Ticketmaster, there was something else. It said ring of honor wrestling. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's in Edison, New Jersey. That's where I live. Yeah. In my hometown, it's 10 minutes away. I was like, I'll go check that out. I don't know what that is. I'll, I'll go see what it is. And then that was it. Like, I, I walked in, and I, I was at Final Battle 2005. That's what, that's the show that I was at. Wow. Loki and Kenta in the main event. So you got to see, like, my head was going to explode. Because all I was used to watching was, like, Raw and SmackDown. And I watched a little bit of uh, TNA when it was back on, like, Fox Sports. Yep. Well, like this was like just a whole different level. Yeah, and Ring of Honor got that like groundswell, underground appeal, especially at that time. Yeah. I just, I just remember, I remember back then, and uh, it still has that great appeal. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll like I said, we'll get, we'll mm-hmm. get to that because I, I think they're, I think they're on the brink of something great, and yeah. there's a few things I, I would like to see them do to to put them over that hump i guess you know it, it always seems to me uh ring of honor is is like a roller coaster so you go and and every company is like that i i understand yeah. that but I, i'm ready i've been ready for a while now for that ring of honor hour-long show on i don't know where you want to put it i mean what's Frig, put it on, I don't know, Netflix. Yeah, man. I, Amazon oh, Prime or something. Cool. Just I'm dying for something like that. You know, something. Somewhere. Yeah, because, dude, we have such a good roster. I just want to see, I want the world to see what we have. Um, you know, if you, yeah. right now, if you don't have Honor Club, it's a little hard to watch. Yeah, It's hard right. to find. Yep, it is. People don't. I know that, like, you can watch, you can watch some Ring of Honor stuff on, I think it's a cable channel. I don't have cable, so I don't know if it's an actual like mm-hmm. cable channel, but I can get it with my over the air HD antenna and it's also on like streaming things. It's called Stadium yeah. and it shows a lot of like right. New York stuff. Yeah. So Yeah, it's on Stadium. Yeah, and you can get it on there, but it's always behind. Like in today's day and age, I I don't have to watch something live, but it can't be that far back, I guess for I don't, I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I agree. You know, yeah, it's, it's gotta be recent. Gotta be that week. It's gotta um, be some like close. If it's not live, it's gotta be that week. It's gotta yeah, yeah. be up to date. And, uh, I just think that's their next step. Yeah. 
I hope. So wait, where do you where do you are you in New England? I'm in I'm in no. People say that all the time. You see all this red yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's all you stuff. I was gonna say if you watch it on Nesson because I know it's on. It's it on is that. on Nesson. You're right. No, no, I'm I'm literally I'm in I'm in the capital of New York. I'm just a diehard Boston fan. Oh it's shoot! You're in, Al- you're, you're in Albany. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It's uh, and being a being a Sox and Celtics <laughs> fan, although I'm not a Patriots fan, so I I have that standby. Thank God. I'm, <laughs> I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. You can believe that. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is, right? Yeah, that's what everyone yeah. says. When I say I'm a Titans fan, they go, eh. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, your debut, 2011. Am I correct on yeah. that? Correct. Uh, correct. What was that? Wait, before I get to there. So, sure. Are you a graduate from the, the Monster Factory? I am, but I actually – Is that where you trained I first? Start, I didn't start there. No. I didn't start there. Okay. I went there a little, little bit later because I realized I didn't know what the hell I was doing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hopping around from, like, school to school because the original place I wanted to train at closed down. So yeah, I had only been there a handful of times, and then I didn't know what to do. And my buddy and I uh, – his name is Tough Tim Hughes. We would just travel around New Jersey, like, looking for school every, you know, every week. We were just going to different places. Um, and then eventually we found Monster Factory, and that, that's where I, you know, I stayed and I trained there for a few years. So you could say I'm a graduate from the Monster Factory. That's where I got my official, official training. Your official training. Yeah. Yeah, I think well, I was doing some research and I said, uh, I said, uh, what did it say? And Monster Factory M M F H C champion. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, that's is that the Monster Factory? That he's the Monster Factory champion. So then I. I uh, DM'd uh, what's his face, Danny Cage, uh, Danny Cage, and I go, did he go? Did did LSG go to the monster? Your monster factory? Sure did. I said okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Uh, that was weird because, like you said, I, I debuted in 2011. Yeah. I was you know doing local shows and just training here and there. It was not structured. And then when I went to the factory, he kind of like he put me in my place. And I I'm I'm a pretty self aware person. I was like. I knew I need to get training. I knew it was like, I've reached my limit of what I can learn just running around like to these different places. I need a, I need a structured curriculum and all that. Yeah. Um, and I remember the first day I walked in, he's like, he's like, yeah, you, you'll be a good hand. Like, like he kind of dismissed me. He was just like, you know, and then side. you fast forward and I'm like winning all of his championships, main eventing his shows. And like, I, I can like kind of the reason I call myself the ace of space is because especially over there. Yeah. When it comes to having the best match in the card, like you want me in it if you want to have the best match in the card. Like I feel like I'm this I'm like that that bar. If you if you're an up and coming guy at the Monster Factory and you want to prove yourself, you gotta wrestle me. There you go. So it's it's funny how it started and how like, how it ended up. Now that first match in twenty eleven. Yeah. Uh, before oh you got God. the Monster Factory, what was that what was that experience like? Because Absolute- it's something go ahead, answer it. Fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because it's been one of my favorite questions to ask now. Um oh. because everybody has the same exact answer. It's like, oh fucking disaster. Oh, I don't ever want to see that. Oh, this <laughs> like no one's ever said to me, I was great, it was the best. Yeah, man. Dude, what look, if anyone says that, they're full of shit and they, <laughs> they'll never get better. No, but I I mean I knew I knew it was awful. I like I sweat thinking about it. I'm I'm so happy there's no footage. Uh, but it takes, like you said, you're self-aware. It takes, um, it takes a, a, 
a strong person, a person yeah. that is self-aware and can see that and can recognize, oh, crap, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And no, man. I, I need to yeah, I, step I up. remember, so the match was with that my buddy Tim Hughes. Uh-huh. And uh, the first guy that broke me into the business, his name was uh, Eric Corvus. Uh, he was formerly known as Corvus Fear back in, like, Jersey All-Pro. Um, and we had this triple threat match. We tried to do everything you could think of, and it was just – it just did not come off the way we had planned. And I remember walking to the back, and that, and the show – so it was a local show. It was at my high school that I graduated from. Wow. And Nick Dinsmore was on the show, Eugene. Yeah. And I remember him sitting there in Gorilla, and, like, he was disgusted. Like, he, he looked like he wanted to, like, <laughs> throw up in our faces or, like, slap the shit out of us for it. And he just like, he just annihilated the match. <laughs> and I knew I was like, all right, cool. Like, I needed to hear that. <laughs> you know, I needed to hear that. Yeah. It was a good swift kick, huh? Yeah, exactly. Because everyone knows, like, if, if people just kiss your ass, like, you're never going to get any better. You got to hear the truth. Yeah. I, uh, Tony, <laughs> yeah. Depp, Tony Deppin said something to that same uh, moniker. He's like, he. You know, that's like the advice he wants. He wants people to tell him when he can't sell something worth a shit or something like right. that because that's how you get better. Uh, yeah. You know, that's one of the reasons I joined the factory because I started noticing I was, you know, I was taking bookings and I'd get to the locker room and people were like, oh, great job, great job. And I knew deep down, I was like, that wasn't good. Like, there's a lot I need to work on and you're not really giving me good advice. I need, I need, I need feedback here because if you just tell me I did a good job, I'm not learning anything from that. So that's kind of like why I was like, you know what, I got to join a school. It's more structured and I need them just to tear me apart and just show me my flaws. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. We'll fast forward a little bit now. Yeah, man. Uh, the first time I stumbled upon you um, was at Madison Square Garden. It was WrestleMania weekend and it was uh, the Honor Rumble with New Japan and Ring of Honor. You were in that Rumble match. Yeah. What was the feeling like <laughs> to be inside? And you probably got this a ton of times, but what's it feeling like to be inside Madison Square Garden wrestling, first of all? Like, what is that like? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a local guy. So right. I was like one of the guys on the roster that's like actually been to Madison Square Garden actively. Yeah. I have been there a lot over my the period, you know, my life for Knicks games. I've been there for like WWE house shows and I went for Survivor Series and stuff like that. So I already had like this kind of connection and I'm a Knicks fan too. So you have to imagine yeah. what it's like to walk out and I'm like, holy shit. Like Patrick Ewing played here. Like I'm like <laughs> wrestling here. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and uh i mean first of all that's that's what that hit me hard and then two it's like it's just unreal and i feel like that was kind of a, a shift it was especially for my parents and i was like because i always felt like they were skeptical of what i was doing with wrestling yeah. and i think them being there and seeing me perform kind of like cemented like oh wow all right this he's legit he's serious like he's serious now like this is He's, he's made it in a, in a way, you know, like he wasn't screwing around this whole time. He's actually been working hard. So for me, that was like probably the most valuable part about it. And I mean, just being in a ring with the guys, like especially a lot of the New Japan guys that hadn't wrestled yet. It was just crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, I was I was there. I went to a lot of things that weekend. And uh, 
that was that whole supercard was the best show of the weekend. And the fact that they that wrestling that somebody besides the WWE was in Madison Square Garden was historical. I mean, that was historic. That was a historic night. Yeah, there's like I think only a few hundred people that have ever wrestled there. Yeah. And now I'm on that list, so yeah, they had it locked down. No, no one can take that from me. They can, they cannot. You live with that forever. Um, yeah, you mentioned yeah. something. Uh, you know, you want it was kind of kind of fulfilling. You got to uh, prove to your parents. You know, he's not screwing around. This is legit. Wow, look what look what he's doing. Were they not behind it from the start? Were they skeptical? Did did they, you know? I think they just thought it was a hobby at first. Yeah. And then, you know, they start seeing me travel, like I'm getting flown around the country to wrestle. And I think there's still like a little bit of skepticism there, especially on my dad's side. Cause yeah. like, I don't know, my dad's all, he's got a different view of what I should be doing with my life. Yeah, they all do. <laughs> but I think like, but he still supports me, you know, big time with wrestling. But yeah. I think that was like the moment that like really cemented it for him. Like, okay, so this is something that he, I know he's been wrestling for like seven, eight years now. Like this is legit. It's, it's the career that he wants. And um, I think, and now it's 180 from what it used to be. Now it's yeah. go, go, go. And he's pushing me hard and we're working out together. And that's like, awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's really cool. That is great. So, um, and, and my mom, I mean, my mom yeah. was always cool. She, she used to be our cameraman for my backyard wrestling. She, <laughs> she, she already knew, she already knew I was going to do this. She knew where to be. She knew the right spot, yeah. hard camera. Yep. Knew, Get in there. Yep. She knew all my, she knew all my good sides <laughs> and stuff, you know, that's, that's the other thing <laughs> that everybody says. Um, uh, no, no, everybody does not say their mom was the cameraman. Everyone does say, uh, they all started out at backyard wrestling. Everyone, Everyone was in their backyard doing this crap. And it's true. Like, like I was in my backyard wrestling. I was in my house wrestling too as well. And my parents yeah. did not like that. Um, but everyone started with backyard wrestling. And, and it just seems like they did kind of stumble on independent wrestling. Some, you know, some of their friends went and then they're like, well, I want to stay, keep mm-hmm. doing that. And that's yeah. just so, so interesting and such a, that everyone kind of almost has the same story in, into some sense, but everyone's yeah, journey. Yeah, that's how it was. It was like my buddies, it was like my brother and me, my cousin, a couple of friends, we would do the backyard wrestling, but then, then we would go to check out some indie shows and then it, that's, we started meeting people and yeah. just, just snowballed just from being, around, being around it and just being crazy enough to pursue it. Because a lot of guys are just scared, you know, they're just, they don't think it's something that you could actually do, but yeah, it's, no, it's I, right there, man. This this access is schools all over New Jersey. There's like, I want to say like eight schools here. Is that one of the biggest things you would tell somebody if they were wavering or on the fence? Like, yeah, just do it. Just go. You can, and you know, might as well. Yeah, I mean, there's you can't live with that regret. Yeah, it'll, it'll kill you. It'll consume you. You know, I almost I kind of regretted already that I started a little bit later than I wanted to. You know, I wanted to finish college and stuff first. Yeah. And then I started. But I kind of wish I was like, damn, I wish I started a little bit earlier. Yeah. But I was, still, I was still playing baseball and stuff. So, because I was always a baseball player. Uh, and I just, I don't know. If I had stopped doing that a little earlier, I would probably would have wrestled earlier. Yeah. But you can't look back, you know. Right. Like you said, it would just eat you up inside. Yeah, man. Um, so, Ring of Honor. 
you're 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 still currently there, right? You guys are like yeah. you're on free agent. You're you're on the roster. I am, well, I actually am a free agent, so I am I'm I'm still working with Ring of Honor, but I am a free agent right now. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, in in I is everyone at Ring of Honor like that? Like or I guess I guess that's there. There are a handful like that. There are a handful. Yeah. That that are yeah. on there, but free agents. So so technically, yeah. you could go wherever you wanted. Like I could. I if could. AEW called could, you right now, you could say, yes, I'll be there tomorrow. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. But let, we'll talk about Ring of Honor. Uh, you were in a great tag team, coast to coast. Uh, I watched you guys in several matches under the Ring of Honor banner. And uh, uh, you guys are just – how do I want to explain their style? Uh it's almost like the rock. Huh, is that going back too far? The rockers from W. It just fast paced. Just it was good. It was good. Uh, you and uh, Shaheem Ali, coast to coast. Yeah. Uh, but you're on your own now, right? Yep. Singles guy. At, at Ring of Honor and can go anywhere. But the cool thing about Ring of Honor that I like that they have going for them now, and have in the past in certain sense is they have that like work in relationship with the other promotions, the NWAs, uh, the New Japans. Um, I mean, most recently, the NWA. So, yeah. like like I said, I, I think there is something big on the horizon. And the, the fact that, uh, you know, Marty Skrull took over as head, I don't know the correct language, I guess head booker, head writer, mm-hmm. head whatever, yeah. Um, but that almost happened like right before all this pandemic stuff started. So we haven't really seen that get to be put into motion yet. Um, what are your uh, visions for not only yourself, but also Ring of Honor? I think it's just an expansion. I, I think especially the size of our company, I think it's important for us to partner with other companies. Yeah. I think that you can create a lot of beneficial you know, relationships with a new Japan. Uh, I know the, the, you know, our, our locker room was working with them and vice versa. And then NWA too. I mean, uh, and it's an opportunity for, you know, we, we might only have an hour a week yeah. for television. So getting our guys more work in other places and having that relationship just helps everybody in general. And, um, I mean, it's cool. Marty's got those connections now yeah. and it's unfortunate that he hasn't been able to carry out his vision yet, but I know when, once things get rolling again and he's going to be able to, he probably got a lot of tricks up his sleeve and you know, it's going to be, it's going to get very interesting. I think, you know, I just saw Jay white calling people out yep. on, on the ring of honor. So it, it's a, it's a cool feeling to know that we're still working with them. Cause yeah. that, that, that uh, gives me some hope. I would love to go to Japan one day. Yeah. Little, little uh, tournament over there, huh? That would yeah. be nice to see. Um, Let's let's now let, let's focus on on you for a little bit. You are a free agent. Um, I I do think I could see someone of your nature though holding a a TV title, um, of sorts. Uh, NW. I could see you holding any goal really, but thinking Ring of Honor, NWA specifically, mm-hmm. in those things, um, something where we could see you every week because I think you're a great worker and I think seeing you on wherever wherever it's going to be every week would be great. Um, but I, as I was doing this research and I was reading, I was searching you on Twitter and I was reading comments of, of videos and, and all sorts of things, trying to get the people's pulse of 
you and a sense of you. Yeah. And what I got out of it were a lot of people were uh, referring to your style and the way you work and uh, how much you've improved on the mic uh, as NXT talent. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I could totally see. I could totally see NXT, and I could totally see because uh, now NXT has kind of taken over that cruiserweight belt as well. Correct. Um, Yes. So is that – I mean, it's kind of a stupid question sometimes <laughs> to ask, although I did yeah. ask Tony Zeppin, and he told me he wants no part of WWE. Right, so yeah. I, was, I know he's, like, completely against going. <laughs> so I was, I was shocked by that. I respect yeah. it, and I liked the honesty, and I was shocked by it. But is is that is that where you set the ceiling for yourself? Is that somewhere you could see yourself being or have always wanted to be, you know? No, I mean, I don't see it as a ceiling, but I definitely see it as a place I would love to work. Yeah. Uh, especially, like, the way we train at the Monster Factory, and you got to look at their track record, wow. the guys who come through that school. Um, it's always been to make it to that level. So it's everything from your body to your, to your mic work to your in-ring skills. Uh, and I think that's the way we've been trained over there at the Monster Factory. And it's like they're preparing us for a career, especially on TV. And I think, like, the way that – the way that um, they're developing talent in NXT, that's like a great, that would be a great place for me to go. And it, I have got, I, I see guys that I know going there yeah. and just seeing how they're, you know, thriving right now, like Damian Priest, that's the guy who helped train me. Yeah. So it's oh. like, I see him there and I'm like, damn, I would love to mix it up with him one day. Or the other guys, I see the cruiserweight division is amazing. Uh, and I want to just, I want to go wherever the best talent is. There you go. That's the way to think. Yeah. Speaking of Damian Priest for a quick second, yes. he was in Ring of Honor for a little while. Punishment Martinez was his name. What name do you prefer better? Damian Priest or Punishment Martinez? You know, it's, at first, Punishment Martinez, I was on the fence about it, and then it grew on me. And then he switched to Damian Priest, and it, I wasn't sure about it, but now it's growing on me. Like, I actually like Damian Priest. Yeah. Uh, I I'm completely on the side of punishment martinez i like it i think it's got a nice ring to it uh but i can see i can see how the the wrestler can make the name so the past couple matches in his promo work that i've seen yeah now the name damian priest as he says is gonna live in infamy it's coming around right. uh, but man that name punishment martinez is just so good like the yeah, it was, it was cool, but at the same time, everyone would just call him Punisher, Punisher, Punisher. Oh. I think he wanted to get away from that yeah. too. But I think what he, the work he's putting in right now, and like yeah. he's in the best shape of his life and having awesome matches. And like the, his match from In Your House was just, I thought that was the like best match of the night. It was a hell um, of a match, yeah. I think that name, it, yeah, he's, he's definitely, he's, he's, he's going to put some value into that name. People are going to just recognize him now. It's not going to be. Hey, that used to be Punishment Martinez. I think no, he's Damian Priest now. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, t to be honest with you, I don't think anybody knew. I, I mean, the, the take that back. Maybe the diehard wrestling fans knew yeah. who who he was coming in, but maybe a majority didn't. So to them, he's they're just he's just Damian Priest, you know. But NXT always does that. I mean, they'll change your name to, uh, yeah, just Ace Ace. <laughs> I got some. I have some other names. I have uh, some other names in a in the written book. down just in case. <laughs> just in <laughs> just case they case, call you up. Just in case I got to switch things up. Yeah. Uh, look at that. Look at that. what a great transition. Uh, 
let's switch it up a little bit. So yeah. quarantine, COVID aspect things. We, we've all been locked inside uh, yep. pretty much trying to survive, doing the best we can. Have you learned any uh, new skills or talents or hobbies during this quarantine? Um, I think, oh, well, yeah, I would say a couple. One, I think I'm definitely becoming a better chef. <laughs> I'm getting a little more creative with my cooking and stuff. I've got more time on my hands. So I can, I can cook a little more, um, eating a lot better, which is, it's like huge as a wrestler. I mean, yeah, we, we get, we go through these like phases where we just like, eat garbage, especially when you're on the road a lot. I was going to say, and is it stuff. easier to <laughs> eat healthier now, like during this quarantine or when you're actually on the road? But like you said, you probably eat more junk. Yeah, you know, you find your, you know, sometimes we pack our foods and, and stuff like that. And you yeah. can find healthy options, but a lot of times we're, we end up eating junk food and binging and just not eating right. Like I know me, like on day of a, day of a wrestling show, I don't even like to eat, which is not healthy. <laughs> I can't eat. I can't just. I can't stomach it. But I think like this quarantine taught me a lot with with uh, my meal pre- uh, preparation yeah. and just cooking in general. And then another, I guess another skill would be like just being more creative with my workouts. Yeah. because gyms are closed we've got to, i've got some equipment at my dad's gym and then my dad's garage i mean yeah. we turned it into a gym and uh i think helping him because he's like you know he's a 55 year old man and yep. he's trying to get back in shape i think me helping him with you know doing that is actually making me smarter and a better athlete yeah that's so great to hear too how like now you and your dad are working out uh he's telling you go 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 he's all behind you that's that's pretty that's awesome stuff right there yeah. Yeah. That's good. To I'm hear. super yeah, grateful. It, it's like a blessing in disguise. I tell people that. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. Um, I think you hinted at it earlier. You do keep up with today's promotion. When I say today's promotions, I guess I am yeah. referring to the WWE, NXT, AEW, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, yeah. I'm a big MLW fan. Uh, I could see you That's in cool. MLW too, as well, actually. That'd be fun. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, wow, where was I going with that question? So, yeah, uh, you keep up with them. And we kind of talked about NXT. Usually I ask if, if uh, you know, if, if you know someone has a, a preference to one or the other. But I don't think I'm going to touch on that because uh, I don't think it really matters. I think you said it best when you said uh, you want to go where the best talent is and the best competition, I guess, is the word you used. The best competition. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you covered that for me. Uh, I'm, I am looking at my phone. I'm not like multitasking and uh, <laughs> ignoring you. My kids, since this quarantine, have used up all my dry erase markers. So normally I have a big board in front of me with my notes. Uh, they've ruined all them. And, oh, man. and now Sorry, I. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's life, I guess. So now I just put everything on my phone. And uh, one of these days we'll get the dry erase board back up. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question. I'm going to put you in a triple threat match. Let's do it. And uh, let's do it. And uh, I want you to – it's you, and I want you to take a wrestler from the past and a wrestler uh, from, like, right now, uh, a current wrestler. So current wrestler, yourself, and a wrestler from the past in the triple threat. Who would it be? Okay. I was a big fan of, like, the early – TNA triple threat matches for the X Division title. Yeah. So I'm going to say, like, me, Jerry Lynn, Ooh. and who's a really sick, like, athletic high flyer guy? 
Um, someone innovative. I want to say a guy maybe like Bandito. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, guy. Jerry Lynn's great. I just watched an old Jerry Lynn match versus. Uh, oh gosh, I don't even remember. It was an MLW match. Watched it. It was really good. Um, let's talk about uh, the near future coming up. Yeah, you man. have um, a mat. There, there's Synergy Pro Wrestling uh, down there in New Jersey putting on a phenomenal show they just uh announced a couple couple more matches to the card for july 11th where all the proceeds are going to first responders now your opponent your uh <laughs> opponent for this match we had on here uh, a couple days ago he yeah. did not have kind words to say about you they were short but they were not kind i don't know did <laughs> did you happen to hear those at all no you know because i don't i don't really uh waste my time with that kid and like i say he's, he is a kid he's a child um you know his, his mom still pays his phone bill and she probably still wipes his ass too so you know it's like i, I saw the tweet you know yeah um that's okay that's all that's all fun and in, in games but um you know he's he's kind of like a he's kind of a child he does have a birthday coming up he does yeah he's actually gonna be he's gonna turn 21 surprisingly i can't believe that but uh yeah, you know he's he's just a little he's a little punk. It's fine. Well, it's gonna be um, a hell of a match. <laughs> Was that? It's gonna be a hell of a match. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna slap him around. He's not gonna be. I know he likes to fly around and all that, but that's not gonna be happening. Some people say he goes a little too fast. I don't, but some people do. Yeah, I mean that's for slow guys. <laughs> I can. Yeah, he, if he if he wants to keep up, you know, if he wants to go fast, he has to keep up with me. We'll see how fast he is. We will, and it's uh, it's gonna be July 11th, Synergy Wrestling. Uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, I know Colin. We've had Colin on the show from Synergy. Uh, great guy, great promotion. Um, yeah. well, as we were talking before, and uh, one of the things I, I like to to pride when when I pitch this idea of a show to people, um, is I always say I'm never uh gonna keep anyone over an hour, and uh. Usually they're anywhere between 40, 45 minutes and whatnot. It's, uh, and I like to live by that. I like to be a man of my word, especially if I want to have people back on. So uh, we're nearing that time of the show. And uh, one of the things I like to end the show with is I'm going to give you the uh, virtual microphone. The ball is in your court now. Yeah, there you go. You can, uh, you can uh, put over anyone you want. You can bury anyone you want. You have no script, and I will not interrupt, I don't think. I've only done it a couple times, but uh, it, it, the floor is yours, Mr. Ace right. of Space. Go ahead. Okay. So I know you might want to hear something directly about wrestling or a match, but I think there's something bigger going on right now in the world, and I'd like to address it right here while we're on the air, especially with me being a Hispanic man. And my former attacking partner mm -hmm. is a black man. Mm -hmm. And the locker rooms that I shared are with a lot of minorities, especially at Ring of Honor. We have guys from Mexico. We have black guys. You know, we have people from all over the country, all over the world. I think we need to look at a bigger picture here and just start treating each other equally. I know there's a lot of uh, underlying racism that's happening in wrestling. I know a lot of guys are getting called out for it, and it's a good thing. 
And hopefully, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to start canceling people out, but maybe this is an opportunity to start educating people. So you might have had these underlying racial tensions with people and you getting called out for it now. Hopefully this educates you and we can start creating a better tomorrow. I think there's, there's so many talented people of all races, especially in professional wrestling. And there's guys who probably are uh, afraid to get into wrestling because they probably don't see a lot of successful people with their skin color on TV. So I want to reach out to those people too and say, look, there's a place for you. Um, there's a place for the Spanish kids. You don't have to be a luchador. You don't have to wear a mask. You know, I've had so many people tell me that, like, oh, you're, what are you, a Mexican? You should be a luchador. Mm. They think it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I take offense to that. Yep. And I see, you know, other, other kids who are black and, you know, they think they, they feel pressure, like they've got to dance around and all that stuff. There's a stereotype there. I want to tell those kids, you can be whatever the hell you want to be. You know, you could be an incredible athlete. You could be, you know, you could be anything you want. You don't need to fit into some other person's mold or what they, their expectation of what you are because of your skin color. So this is mostly goes out for, for people who are, want to be a wrestler or guys who are just starting out in the business. Everything, it, it's limitless. Don't hold yourself back. Don't feel like because of what's happened in the past that you have to fit to some, some mold. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Awesome. Awesome. That was well said. And I appreciate those very nice words. I have younger daughters and you couldn't have said it better. Let's make a better world. And, uh, awesome. So, uh, all right, Mr. Ace of Space. That's <laughs> Sorry, it. I got so serious, but I had to say it. Hey, <laughs> no, the floor is yours. You, you yeah, I'm, man. you're fine with me, man. It's great. And it, it's a, an awesome message and anybody can speak their message anytime. So I well said. That. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I had a wonderful time and, uh, you know, we'll be in touch. Good luck in your match versus uh, Jordan Oliver. And uh, smack the shit out of him. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Have yourself a wonderful night. Thanks for coming by. All right, man. Later. Thanks so much. Stay yeah, no, yeah, you too. There's yeah, that was great. I thought he was awesome. I hope he enjoyed it. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to him. He is just a pleasure to speak to. Uh, he has some nice words for Jordan Oliver. He had some great words at the end. Uh, when he got the mic, put himself over. It was great. Put over a lot, of, put over a a concept and uh, a way of life, and it was awesome. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer.
Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret, and you're watching Putting You Over.